Hello and welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I am Pat Haller with CPC. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Brian Shea, Chief Information Officer at MedOne Healthcare Partners and Interim Chief Information Officer at uh, the Lexington Clinic. So Brian, pleasure to be with you this morning. Excited to talk to you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Obviously, technology, innovation, a lot of things are very important to your business and to making sure you're staying competitive and delivering what customers need. How, how do you like, how do you retain how do you find, you retain the talent that internally to 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 deliver on those things? Yeah, so from a technology side, um, you know, it's it's one thing. From then the rest of the organizational side and provider side, it's a whole other beast. And I know we'll kind yeah. of focus on the tech side here uh, yep. you know, for, the, for this conversation. Is you know we've been we've been fortunate, you know, and I think a lot of that's how you leverage technology as an organization, and it comes mm -hmm. into play on your staffing needs, right? You know, on what you need. Um, it changes the skill set. Right, of course, that that you that you need in an organization. Um, since we're relatively, you know, leaner um, type type IT, and we leverage technology, I mm -hmm. I focus more on having internal specialized IT. I call it specialized IT, but okay. it's people that are focused more on the business driver type things. Very, um, you know, very specific type skill sets. You know, that mm -hmm. provide more value. You know, to, you know, to us. I think. I think at the end of the day, there's operational type IT that you just have to be good at, bricks and mortar type stuff, you know, patching and maintenance and security and, you know, and and help desk and those kind of things, right? You know, the things that happen, I think that you have to have good mechanisms in place for, you know, for those. So how we've kind of done it is we leverage internal IT staff. I leverage external IT staff. Mm -hmm. We've actually had, you know, knock on wood, I would say it's knock on wood, one of these kind of comments is we've had zero turnover. Um, you know, in my in my time, awesome. time here working with MedOne, if anything, we've added, you know, people to the IT team. Okay. Um, I think that our style and cult, our culture of our organization helps, yep. um, you know, in, in our environment for maintaining people as a whole. Uh, from an IT perspective, you know, as I said, I'm, I go back to those three parallel, uh, like pillars, people, process, and tech. So from a people perspective, we're big on staff development. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so it's having the opportunity of having the open relationship where you could just have conversations, right? That you want that flow of conversations to happen, but you also want to have those more specific conversations as well and some sort of reoccurrence of how am I continuing to develop as an individual, right? You know, and you know, it might be everything from time management to, um, you know, effective communications to I want to get these certifications or I want to do these different things, right? So, constantly having that kind of conversation helps that we're not just focused on you coming in here and churning and doing your job and doing yeah. your work, that there's a balance of, we want everybody here to continue to improve, you know, within the organization and as an individual, right. You know, so, you know, you can take those skill sets and do any, you know, do anything with, but the more we empower them, the better mm -hmm. we're going to be as, you know, as an organization. So we do focus a lot on the people aspect mm -hmm. Um, and we have several ways of doing that. You know, we have um, in IT specifically, you know, we have monthly one-on-ones okay. know, where we go over, you know, kind of the um, even core values. We touch on core values of the organization. You know, we touch on, again, the staff development side. We touch on projects. Uh, then I have a, uh, a weekly kind of touch base as well, like a just a team midweek touch base, making sure everybody's on the same page. You know, so everybody, if there's a hot topic going on that week, people could get it out there, right? And um, we also leverage collaboration tools effectively amongst our teams. So I think we communicate a lot, right? So we, we're a big Microsoft shop. We use Microsoft Teams. We have an IT department channel 
we're constantly communicating, you know, you know, on that. So I never feel like no one knows what is happening with, within, within IT. The goal is to have that across the whole organization, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, I, and I think, you know, there's areas where we're good at that and there's areas that we have opportunities, you know, like for, you know, for that is any organization that has, you know, lots of different departments and they're spread out all over the place physically yeah. and, you know, how do you, how do you maintain that? But I think being, making sure that you have good collaboration and good open communications, um, you know, with, with your staff, we're surveying our staff right now, you know, okay. uh, as an, or, as an organization, right. You know, mm-hmm. getting their input, you know, yeah. the good or bad, right. You know, areas of improvement, um, because that's important to us, right. To yeah. again, maintain the competitive edge is, um, we need to maintain, um, you know, our staff and as a whole organization, we have actually pretty good low turnover as, as well. So not just I, you know, IT. Yeah. Uh, I think that's kind of healthcare a little bit as well. You know, I kind of seen healthcare kind of has a tenure, you know, in, in a lot of organizations, um, good or bad, right? So I think right. you, got, you have to figure out then how to, how do you keep those, again, staff relevant? How do you, how do you develop and train? How do you give paths? How do you make them feel valued? I mean, all those things are right. all real, right? And they're all important. Otherwise people yeah. are going to leave for different reasons, right? They're going to leave yeah. for, you know, better benefits, potentially, you know, different compensation, whatever is important to them at that moment in their life, right? You have to always kind of be moving around and figure out how do I keep all those things kind of in check the best I can, right? You know, yeah. and I think we do a pretty good job, you know, of, of that. Well, if you guys, with the, the employee surveys, have, have you received any any feedback? Are there things, I mean, it sounds like you guys do a really good job of focusing on the whole person and, and really mm-hmm. Not just hey, this is this isn't you know just your day to day here. Do what what do you want to do helping them develop and grow? But have you gotten positive feedback or yeah, so, what are some so, of the challenges? Maybe yeah. Maybe? So that's all going on right now for the okay. studies that we're going going on. So within yeah. the coming weeks, I can tell you you know like <laughs> how how we're doing, how I think we're doing, and how yeah. things we're doing right. Um, but you know, I think again, it we don't wait for just those. So you get to hear, as I said, since we have such a, that culture of kind of open communications yep. for the most part. It's kind of that 80-20 rule. I think, you know, we're, you know, 80% of us, I think we feel like we have good open communications that are occurring and that hopefully that is. So you get to hear, you know, firsthand, you know, I, where I'm physically in an office here and I'm kind of waving off here, you know, like my, you know, I have a director of IT that sits over here. Well, yeah. they get up and they come over, you know, and I, you know, we, we talk throughout the, you know, throughout the day. So you, you do kind of get the, uh, the, the gist of what's going on all, yeah. all the time. And I think a lot of that is just because of the, the open communications, yeah. you know, that, that, that we have. Awesome. When you, you mentioned, you alluded to a little bit, you use a lot of collaboration tools. Have, have you guys, is it, is it more, are you back in the office quite a bit? Are people still remote? Like how, is that impacted how, how you manage folks? Yeah, so we have a little bit of a hybrid for our back office staff. Um, for mm-hmm. the most part, being a healthcare organization, we're a lot of hands-on, like the providers yeah. are a lot of hands-on, right? So there was always, even through COVID, a lot of expectation of you know, our, we're supporting those providers, we're present, you know, right. as, as well. Um, I think, you know, getting into, we have, we do telemedicine as well. So we have providers that could do telemedicine from home or take call from on, on home. On the IT side or the back office side of the organization, you know, that I'm, that I'm in, um, we have several people that are kind of a hybrid, right? You know, they're a couple of days in the office, they're a couple of days remote. Okay. Um, I'm kind of more of an advocate of that flexible workforce yep. type, type environment because, I think you have to be more, I've, I've worked in organizations that are national, right? You know, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of used to that dynamic, a little bit of staff being all over the place, mm-hmm. but being, I think, results oriented or performance oriented, if you focus on those things, 
It doesn't really matter, you know, where people are at. I think there's a uh, a purpose and a place of being in person and having in-depth conversations, depending what the topic is, right, are definitely, I think, sometimes more impactful if people are together. Mm -hmm. I do believe that. Um, But there's a lot of things that happen that are just you're consulted on or you need to be informed on or things like that, that I think uh, the the virtual and work remote force is perfectly suitable, you know, for Mm -hmm. us. I think, I think it's, we're going to probably be in a hybrid type type model, Mm -hmm. like most organizations. I think uh, they got to find that sweet spot, you know, for, for, for them, um, you know, what works and you know, what, what, what doesn't work. But I, I think it's any organization is hard pressed to take a hard stance and say, Mm -hmm. we're a hundred percent in person, right. You know, or we're a hundred percent remote. Um, because now that people also have a taste of it a little bit, mm-hmm. they, get, they, they see that, Hey, I am more efficient, you yeah. know, or I can do more, you know, do more things in this environment. It's going to be hard to bring them back yeah. and bring them back, especially if there's organizations that are allowing that and they want that. So I think you have to be flexible as an organization mm-hmm. and to be able to kind of find that again, that balance of, you know, what makes sense from a culture or, you know, within your, for your organization yep. and your business needs may be different, right? So so it's finding that balance, but I definitely think a flexible work environment, um, hybrid type environment, is the uh, is the future. Okay. What well, in that? And I um, see a lot of the, the clients and customers we speak to in the similar boat. But is that is that presented any specific technology or IT challenges? I know you mentioned security a number of times. You know that that that's always a potential yeah. concern when people aren't there. Yeah. Is there? Anything specific that, that you guys have dealt with or, or had to deal with now with more of the, the flexible uh, workforce? Yeah, so I think it's it's one of those things from a security perspective, people have always had some level of remote workforce, mm-hmm. right? What happened with COVID is that it accelerated it and exploded the amount in the amount of time for people mm-hmm. to work, work remote. So there are a lot of people that were faced really fast with technical challenges and hurdles to, to be able to do that. I think we're, as I, as I mentioned, we're 100% in the cloud. So yep. our architecture from a technology perspective is perfect, right? Mm-hmm. To, to enable remote workforce. Um, you know, being in a healthcare organization, security, of course, is forefront, you know, from a, just a, you know, a HIPAA perspective, a compliance perspective, um, you know, making sure our patient information, making sure us accessing our customers, you know, patient information or, you know, just employee information, you know, even, right? Uh, mm-hmm. All that is is done in a secure way. So we are very conscious on our architecture of of leveraging, um, you know, a lot of cloud. Uh, taking into consideration the cloud based type environment that we have, but there's still, and we also put it into policies and things like that. Of you know, if you're a remote user, here's your home checklist, you know, and mm-hmm. those kind of things too. Um, so you got to attack it again on all fronts, right? You know, some of its policy, some of its tech, some mm-hmm. of its education again, um, but. I think that it's important that you do layer in the security aspect of, you know, you need to know where your data is. You need to know how your data is being accessed. You need to know all those things, right? And you need to protect it the best way that you that you can, right? Mm-hmm. With tech. And I think we've, you know, we've kind of laid out that architecture where we've gone from a technology perspective to be able to do that. And I think cloud has enabled us if mm-hmm. more if more than anything, right? And I do get into that debate with the on-prem security. And that's where a lot of people struggled more so. Mm-hmm. Right, because they had on-prem on-premise tech that, and and maybe cloud tech, right? That they had right. to from a home user that may or may not be their system, right? And and I think that's where we saw a shift as well 
is a lot of organizations went to, they didn't even have the equipment to give people to work remote. So they quickly switched to a BYOD type type policy, which opened up a whole nother thing of, I I don't know what I don't know, you know, on their system. So it really changed the focus to identity and access management. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, what can people, you know, who are you, what can you get access to, right? You know, I mean, at the end of the day, right? So it really focused a lot of people focusing on that multi-factor authentication, you know, starting, you know, you hear zero trust thrown around, you know, what does that mean? And, you know, and it's, but it's, but I think it really forced people to focus on that identity and access management side for mm-hmm. sure. And then layering in some new kind of maybe monitoring type technologies or data loss prevention type tools because mm-hmm. the way the data is flowing now a little bit. Um, but I, I think cloud technology has helped accelerate that and enable organizations to do it in a more effective, efficient way, really. Okay, awesome. Well, final question. I mean, it sounds like you guys, you know, obviously with very high retention levels, you guys do a lot of development, the internal staff. Is there one thing you wish you could do better or is there something that you're focusing on in, in terms of, you know, keeping and retaining that staff? Yeah, I think everybody wishes they could do do, do, do more things, right? Yeah. You know, it's not enough time in the day, right? You know, kind of, kind of stuff. I think the, the biggest thing I think that we can do better is again, work-life balance. Mm-hmm making sure that people, you know, we have such good people, you know, in the organization that want to do the right thing, right? And you have to find that balance in, especially, I think, remote, this is the bad side, right, you know, of remote workforce enablement is, uh, you know, it enables people to be able to access anything anywhere. And how do you get the people to feel like, hey, you know, that's not an expectation, right? Right. You know, of you as as a leader or an organization, you know, that's great, you know, there's there's a difference between um, someone's you know loyalty and wanting to jump in and wanting to do things, but from a health perspective, you know, we, we have to find a good balance of making sure that mm-hmm. people know where that line is. You know, so and it's a two way street, right? So us as organizations and as leaders need to make sure that we're we're aware of that and we're being conscious of it and we're set, we're not setting the wrong expectations, right? Versus some you as an individual might just you got to learn to let go. You know, too, right? right? There's some things on your shoulders that you got to balance it personally, you know, as as well. So I think being conscious of that, of because tech is not slowing down, you know, the the push for new projects or new innovation are constantly changing, and it's go 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 go, right? So I think it's making sure what we could do better is making sure that we're setting true organizational priorities, knowing that priorities could change, you know, but setting a good message and communication down to everybody. So they know at least what are, we're all going in the right direction, you know, together. It's yep. okay that there's change, but when there is change, we're all on the same page about that change, right? And then you can reprioritize yep. effectively. So I think, you know, effective communications, prioritization, those, everybody can improve on those. And I think, you know, that's, that's a focus of ours, you know, to continue to do that because you can't do everything, right? So you, you gotta, you gotta figure out, what's the most impactful things to us, you know, as, as an organization to focus on. Well, thank you, Brian, for, for joining me today. It, was, it truly, truly was a pleasure. And, and please don't forget to visit cdomagazine.com for, for additional interviews. Um, again, been a pleasure. Uh, really enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you, Patrick. I've enjoyed it as well.